This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Just starting to believe a little bit. Well, Hoylet's got the better of Buxton. Puts it into an area. Keo Zamora! Unbelievable! From the very brink of elimination, Bobby Zamora has surely scored another playoff winner. Hello and welcome to another episode of the W12 podcast. What are we on now? We're on episode four this season. Um... Apologies this week. We've had a bit of an illness hit the camp. Dunk, how are you feeling, mate? You feeling better? Uh, yeah, I apologise my voice goes funny during this one, but it's actually back now. Didn't have a voice for a couple of days, which the wife loved, but it's not good for a podcast. Good man, good man. Brad, how you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm all good, mate. You all right, Dunk? Yeah, not bad, but I'm getting there. Good, mate, good. You've had your second COVID jab. Yeah, mate, I had it yesterday, just before I went to Loftus Road. Cool, my arm feels dead today, mate. Are you sure it's not the alcohol? I feel, I feel like it's a little bit to do with the alcohol. Well, it's a bit of both, really. I was in the White Horse before quite early doors, but let's, let's, let's go away from that anyway. So the Jager bomb, the Jager bomb just didn't do anything then? Neither <laughs> <laughs> them after yesterday, didn't you? Oh, mate, shambles. So we've got a double... Double game week this week with the podcast. Two podcasts in a week. We'll start off this week with Saturday. I mean, was I don't even know where to start with it. Really, it's so difficult because I'm not frustrated. I am frustrated in the result, but it's more. It's I find it more frustrating when you play well and you lose, and it. it it hurts you more, doesn't it, than when you play bad and you lose and you're just like, well, we played bad and we lost. But when we play well and you lose and we dominate that much, it becomes difficult. Yeah. I mean, we started really well at Bristol City. The atmosphere was good. I was in X-Block, LZ Road, near the away fans. Oh, um, God. Yeah, it was all right, mate. It was good. But it's just the same old. It was exactly the same at Bournemouth, wasn't it? it we dominated and just didn't come away with a point at least. And yesterday I just felt we had it, we have we had all the chances. Uh, Bristol City had what, what was it, three, 
four chances and scored two. And it had to be Wells, didn't it? You could have put your money on Wells to I score the winner. I said, I said, didn't I? It's either going to be an Austin or, an, or a Wells winner, like sort of 50, 60 minutes. One of them was going to win it. Yeah, well, it could have been Austin, couldn't it? He had a good chance. But didn't finish his dinner. Well, just going on that, we had a total of 26 shots against Bristol City and 11 of them were on target and we scored one goal. We're just not being clinical. And again, same against Bournemouth, we had six shots on target, only one went in. We're just not taking our chances. I mean, that's why we're struggling. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but if if you didn't have Chair and Willick in that starting 11, I'd I really can't see where the chances would come from. Them yesterday, again, Chair and Willett were brilliant, I thought. Chair, you know, it takes him a bit to get into the game. Willett just does what he, what he does, you know what I mean? When he gets the ball, he just, just goes it. But I think the past two games, it, it's been weak from our centre-halves yeah. at the back, really. I don't know what you think. I think that oh, it's difficult, isn't it? Because if you create 30-odd chances or whatever it is, and you only score one. It's it. What, what you, I don't. I don't, I'm not sure what else you can do. Really. I mean, obviously, you can blame that. You can say that the keeper had a worldie or the strikers didn't hit it right. But I just think on another day we could have won that game four five one, and and, and no one would be none the wiser, and we'd be sort of praising everyone. It it's fine margins, isn't it, with this league? I think that goes back to the Bournemouth game. Back as well, to it? It, it, you know, it is fine margins. Like you, you do have to take chances, obviously, and the more you create, the more you'll score. But you've got to be able to defend as well, and that's the problem, I think. You've got to be able to defend. You can't... I know it was a counter-attack, and you know, it was a good ball from Vyman, but Geordie slips, and, and it's a good finish, but the end, I don't know. Did, I just feel... Dickie as well, trying to get back the pace at that point. You know, when it's just, uh, Geordie slipped. It's just we're not we're not you know it's 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 great saying we've got to score but sometimes you can't score for whatever reason but you've got to make sure that you can defend you know you've got to make sure you don't concede because if you concede then everything just becomes much more difficult do you know what I mean like that you know we can see the first again on Saturday it just makes things much more do you know what I mean much yeah. more difficult well I was, I was saying in the pub um, before the game I feel like we, we're always chasing we. We always have to go behind in almost to, you know, to go up a gear. Do you know what I mean? We're, we're always chasing that to one nil down or, do you know what I mean? We're drawing. We're just, why can't we ever go two nil up? Do you know what I mean? I think that's going back to the thing, isn't it? Like, especially like obviously the Bournemouth game and the Bristol City game. We started both games on the front foot. We started well. And then obviously Bournemouth, Dickie slips it like, that's not going to happen every game. That's not a defensive error that's like in the game. It can be trained out of him. It's, he slips. It happens. Yeah, then we course. go one, no down. And that completely changed the game because we were completely on top for the first 15 minutes of the Bournemouth game. Bournemouth didn't even look like they were in it. And again, the same, even with Reading, first half an hour at Reading, we were dominating. Then one ball over the top and they scored. Yeah. Against Bristol City, we're dominating, but we're just not taking chances. I mean, and then when, I we're mean not, when we're not taking chances, it's almost like we're almost pushing on too much and leaving ourselves exposed at the back because we're having too much control of the game. Yeah, we're getting too comfortable, and then we're lulling ourselves into a false sense of security that we're we're in control of the game, and then all of a sudden 
balls over the top, quick counter-attacks, and that's it. We're getting undone. But I, I see what you're saying there. Yeah, I agree with you there. But, it, you know, you, you've got to take the positives out of it as well. I mean, Bournemouth is not a tough place. An easy place to go. It's a tough place to go. And if anything, we give them a good game. We, do you know what I mean? We, they didn't walk all over us. Um, even, I would say, yesterday, we we looked like a team that can fashion these teams like Bristol City, but we just just can't finish our dinner. Do you know what I mean? I just Like I was saying to you in the, um, our group chat, I said, look, I don't think any game this season we've really dominated in the sense of from like the first minute to the last minute. We've not, no. there's not any, even the ones we've won, you can't say we've been the best team for the whole game and we thoroughly deserve to win it. Mm. Like, I, I think it almost feels like we've, we're still in third gear. We're, we're just cruising at the minute. We've not hit our form. We're never in any gear other than, other than sort of, you know, first, second, and then we sort of click in, don't we? When it, when it, you know, when we're one nil down or two nil down and and then it just, it does, it's, it, even something like Hull, where we were particularly poor, weren't we, for the first half an hour? And we could have been, you know, we could have, we could have been two or three down. We get it back and then we, and then we're back in gear again. And then we fall out of gear. And we could have been two one down. Then we go back in gear again. It's, there's no yeah. like consistency, is there? That's what no. I mean. We're not, we're not controlling a game for the whole 90 minutes. Like we've not had a performance from the team where you've gone, Every single player is an eight out of ten today because we've been dominant in every aspect of the game. It's difficult because we could have won that game yesterday, you know, easily, and we'd be sat here now talking about the positives and how good we are and you know whatever. But it's frustrating, isn't it? Hey? Uh, but it's mean, a hard league, know, isn't it? Do you know who tore us apart yesterday? That Masengo, that Masengo for Bristol City, he was he was unbelievable. We couldn't get the ball off him. Yeah, well, I mean, he was like no better than chair though, was he? Was he any better no. than chair? From what I've Probably seen, not, I mean, he's no. obviously a good player, but you know, there's going to be good players in this league. That's the problem. Every game we play this season, there's going to be good players and good, you know. But it's, it's I mean, about I'm, getting over that. I mean, like going, just going back to the Reading game, quick. There's not every game we're going to play against a team where a player gets a hatchet, are we? And that's that kind of performance that John Swift had. Had pretty much what three shots and all three of them went in. Like it's one of those games that happens. That will happen yeah, for us this season. We'll play horrendously against a team and win when we don't deserve it. Do you know what I mean? We've See, deserved to lose these last couple of games on like statistically, but we have. There'll be games where we don't deserve anything and we'll get something. It's just how football works. See, I think we're going to come out now. West Brom, Fulham. I think. I think we're going to we're going to beat them. This is what we do, isn't it? This is, but you've got to take the positives. I mean, Reading away, you know, was three one down. We didn't stop. We didn't give up, and that's what I like about this squad at the minute. We, we I know we we are trailing in that, but we, we don't give up. You know, we 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 keep going and going. We we were down at Bristol City yesterday, and we we still went, still went for it. You know, it was a last minute goal, Naki Wells mistake again. Like same at Bournemouth, a, another mistake, wasn't it? Well, it was two mistakes for their goals, really, wasn't it? And you just got to think. I think you've got to take the positives from this team as well, though. They're, I think can we only get better or can we only get worse? Well, it's only going to click, isn't it? Like I was looking at the stats for some of the, for the last couple of games. Like possession yesterday, we had sixty three percent. Bournemouth, we had fifty nine percent. Like 
not many teams will go to Bournemouth and dominate the ball like we did. No, but you've got to turn these into points. Possession doesn't yeah, do any, I know. anything. But this is what I was going to yeah. say, though. According to XG, yeah. Oh, I, don't, I don't be, like that. I don't we, like uh, listen, but the XG, <laughs> we should be bottom half of the table, lads. That's the XG. Like we shouldn't be where we are. We should be bottom half of the table with XG. So but, on one level, we actually are outperforming what we should be doing according to XG. But obviously, I'm not a massive fan of XG. I just wanted to get some statistics into this podcast today. See, personally, <laughs> I think that that starting eleven there we've got is is a you know a, a playoff contending team. That starting eleven is is unbelievable if you look at it on paper. Really, isn't it? Yes. Tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And no. Because yes, because it is to us. But and but <sighs> top top six is it? it w- yeah, I guess it probably would be. But we we really need to start putting these performances into results because there's going to be days where we're not performing and we need to grind out a result. And I just feel like if that happens, we won't be able to do that because. Mm. We're we're in, we're on, we're performing now and we're still not winning. So there's yeah. two ways to look at it. I know there's a positive way, and I, I do look at it well. Is we're creating chances and we're going to win football matches, but there's a spin to that, and that's there's going to be days where we don't perform and things aren't going our way, and we're going to need to rely on a resilient defence. And I can't see it. I'm struggling to see the that resilience and the defence. Do you know what I mean? Or am I being asked? Might be, but I think, I think in comparison to the back end of last season, the defense and Senny don't look as solid as they did. Like this season, they just there's something that doesn't quite seem right with the, the whole setup. Whether it's because like Wallace gives us that much more like solidity at the back, like he's solid defensively, he's good, or he might not mm-hmm. be as good going forward as McCallum. Because I think we McCallum done we well. Miss Wallace. We miss it massively. But but massively, we miss yeah. it. We miss it because it's leadership and it's experience at the back. We don't we're not missing him going forward. No. I think we're, we're missing him defensively. We, we, we don't issue. miss him. We, I'm not saying McCallum's a bad player in any way. And actually, I really like him. I actually think he's gonna be a really good player. But it's, again, it's frustrating that we've got two really, really good left back, left, you know, left wing backs, left backs, but our right wing backs or right backs again are just I'm just not convinced. On either performance, even watch KK at Bournemouth, and I, he looked lost, and I mean lost. I anyone who was there in the away end in that first half will know exactly what I mean because they, every single person could see it. He looked every time he got the ball, it was like hot potato. Positionally, he looked, he looked, he, he was like centre midfield at times, um, and I, you know. On Saturday, Moses again. I, I quite like Moses to a degree, but I still. I'm not fully convinced on him. I'm going to throw this out there just to be devil's advocate. Do you think that um, part of our problem with the right wing back side of it is that um, Willock and Chair both like to function more from the left and they're not potentially offering as much protection to the right hand side because they both kind of naturally drift over to that left hand side? Possibly. You could argue that Barbe is more left and Dicky. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. I just, just, no, I just feel like left I'll, side I'll, is a lot stronger than our right side. That's what I think. Mm. 
Yeah, but do you know, see what I mean though about where Willock and Chair both are that side of the pitch quite often, and they're always but they shouldn't be, but they exactly, shouldn't, they shouldn't be. be. But that's they naturally both kind of drift to that side, and I think that's sometimes when we get exposed down the right. Yeah, I think that's part of the part of the problem with regards to that. But I think a positive looking defensively, I think Geordie started the season quite well out of the three centre backs. I know he slipped for the Naki Wells goal, but like again, it's a slip. Dicky slipped. It, like, it's frustrating, but occasionally it happens. It's just annoying. It's happened two games in a row. Yeah. I feel I mean, like Geordie, always... though. Geordie, I feel like you can turn him. Like the first goal, I know like it's not his fault necessarily, but I feel like it's just easy. It feels like it's too easy to take on sometimes. Like mm. In the air, I'd back Geordie against anyone in the air, no problem. But I just think on the deck, I think if you've got someone running at him, just there's just something not I don't know yeah. I could be wrong do you, do you think we um, left Johansson exposed in midfield yesterday by playing I don't know I thought Johansson yesterday was superb again yeah. I, there was times but yesterday on his own ball, isn't he because right? Cher and Willock aren't, don't have that defensive side of it the game like Don Ball does when he's sat next to him do you think that first goal happens if Don Ball's sitting in centre midfield no but That's what I mean. Was, but there was times yesterday, right, in that game where Johansson was, it was outside the box once or twice and just hit it, just hit the ball. I, I'm, I'm sure every fan next to me just said, hit the ball. And he kept he kept playing it back. You know what I mean? If, if you're out, outside of that area and you've got a shit, clear shot, just hit the ball. Hit it. It's either going to go one way or the other, isn't it? It's going to go wide or it's going to let the keeper come out. Just hit it. Put your lace for it. I found that yesterday a couple of times. You think we're, we're, trying, we're, trying, we're trying, to, trying to score the perfect goal? Yeah, just hit the ball. The box got too a much good chance. Do you know what I mean? That, that's what I think. But I don't know. We've got two very tough games coming up, other than Everton, obviously, on Tuesday night. But... I think this championship is. There's no easy game, is there? I don't think there's any easy game. No. Any, I mean, no. name me an easy game with that lead. And I'll, I'll tell you, like Blackpool have won. Couple in a row, Peterborough beat Birmingham. It's, it's just no easy game. You just, you know, West Brom away seems difficult, and it is difficult. But ugh, you know, it's just we've just got to go there and positive. play our game. They're they're struggling a little bit. They seem to have had a little dip in form at the minute. So maybe that's a good omen for us. Yeah, positive. What do you think? What do you think about the Everton game? Do you think we should rest a few players? Just sack the cup, sack the cup, the cup off. Well, I think we should go strong, but not our strongest. But then leading back, if you think... I've, I just want to talk about, you know, I, I say strong, but not our strongest. We haven't really, looking at it, we haven't got an unbelievable bench there, have we? Uh, do you know what I mean? I beg to disagree, mate. I do. I think you look at some of the championship benches floating around, and it's all youth. A lot yeah. of them. You've got the West Bromwich, Sheffield United and Fulham's, fair enough, but most of the other teams outside of those top three have youth in their on their bench. And we we're no different. What gives us, you know But then like look at the three strikers we've got. Austin and Gray are scorers at this level. Dykes had a, a good season last year's first year in the championship. So we've got three strikers there. We're not gonna start all of them, so it's gonna be one of them coming off the bench. Yeah. Obviously, we know the whole like the whole stuff's come out with Austin recently. Um, obviously, that his missus tweeted. So, 
there's going to be a bit of time where that's affecting him and he's not going to be at the best. He's like at his top level, is he? Because he's, we're all human and stuff affects us. Yeah, all different. But I yeah. think that's the problem. I think a lot of the time we're swapping and changing the team a little bit at the minute, aren't we? Like, obviously, Moses started yesterday. KK started against Bournemouth. Like, there was just, I think Warburton's trying to tweak the system a little bit and just try and get something to work because we're not getting the results, even though we're playing fairly well. Yeah. Is there an argument for us to play four at the back? I always, you know, but also say we should... Jimmy Dunn in the starting 11. Is, is, can no one else see that? No? Yeah. I think he'll yeah, start against Everton. I mean, I think, Jimmy I think, Dunn, Dickie, I think Dickie could be rested against Everton. I think Jimmy Dunn will come in. Who do you replace Jimmy Dunn with, though? You replace him with Jordy. That's I feel right. like they're very similar. feel like you can't put him with Barbe because Barbe's very left-sided and Dickie's Dickie. And I don't know. It's difficult to fit him in, isn't it? Yeah. Do you think, just playing devil's advocate again, do you think Dickie's head was turned? So we've had a message come in on the podcast this week from someone called Nigel. Nigel, if you listening? Um, his question is do we think that because Dickie isn't scoring goals his, his defensive capabilities are, are more evident that they're not where they sh- maybe possibly everyone thinks they are so I think what he's saying is is that is are we overhyping Rob Dickie? I think that's his question um, oh, I mean I don't really want to I touch think- on it the problem was, last year, player of the season, he was phenomenal for us. He had, But he had a bit of a shaky start. This season, he started really well. He's had a bit of a wobble. And this is where I go back to. Do you think some of the speculation at the transfer end of the transfer window, his head might have been, oh, no, I could get a move here. Do you think, because since the transfer window, that's when he's kind of, his form's dropped. So do you think, in, in the back of his mind, something's there? It no, shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. No. shouldn't be because, you know, as far as I'm concerned, he's in one of the best championship teams he could be in. And it, it, last year, or, you know, like a year or two years ago, he was playing for Oxford in League One. He should be... I, it's difficult with Rob because, because I feel like he... When I, when I used to... When I watched him last season... I don't know, it's tough, isn't it? I feel like he was doing really well. I thought every time I watched him, he was excellent. And this season, especially the last three or four games, defensively, he doesn't just look, he doesn't look quite the same. I he's like, a, 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 he feels like he's always on the back foot a little bit. Just, I'm going to throw a quick one out there, off topic with Dickie, but just think, do you think we're missing Sam Field? Compared to last season, when we were defensively solid, Back end of last season, Sam Field and Johansson was our midfield too. Most it of the wasn't, time. was it? it yeah, it, it wasn't because he didn't play for a lot of the, the end of last season because yeah, but he did. Like, he did play, didn't he? Like when he when when that's the turn of the good form kind of started coming, he was he was featuring a bit, wasn't he? And he was an option off the bench yeah. if he didn't start. Just like, always, do you think? Would you think we miss his presence? On the pitch no, I feel like times. him and Dumble. I don't feel there's much difference, if I'm honest. I, I, I don't think, you know, we won as many games last year with, with no field in the team that we did with him. I feel, whether that was towards the end, we did. We played a bit like we did 
yesterday with just Johansson in there, didn't we? And Thomas. Yeah. And... Yeah. So I, I don't. So I'm just I'm trying to think of what. Not a lot has changed. Like formation hasn't changed from the back end of last season when defensively we were solid and we weren't leaking a lot of goals. So I'm trying to think what's changed. Is it purely just form? One, one question I've got for you, and this is just an observation more than a question, because I love Sally Diang, he's quality, but am I the only one who just thinks he hasn't, he hasn't, he hasn't made a save? I, I can't, in the last, I don't know, four or five weeks. I, I, I'm not saying that he can save any of the goals that went in. I, I don't think he could have, but, but well, I don't, well. The only, one I think, but... the only one I think is, like, I think the Solanke one. Like, I know it's yes. down low, right by his feet, but... I just think if you're going to be that top championship goalie, that top championship goalie, and you want to go to the Premier League, you need to be making these worldly saves that are saving teams from losing. And I don't don't know. I don't know. It's just a question again. It's one of those, those, isn't it? It's difficult because, like you said, he's not making the worldly saves, but he's just making making the saves he should be making. The goals we've conceded, there's not been a lot he could have done about the ones we've conceded recently. No, like, sure. But then also on the flip of that, um, Travers for Bournemouth was amazing, was outstanding against us. He was unbelievable. And Bentley for Bristol City was probably their man of the match. He was good as well. Yes, I mean, it just, so it just shows you like have we come up against teams that have just had better days than we have, and their players have had better performances than we have as a collective. I just don't know. I, I think the, obviously you can't pinpoint Diang at all I think he's been brilliant he has been brilliant for us and you know he is some player but does it just go back to saying maybe there is a lack of confidence in that back four take away the goals take the goals away that you know we you know the Dickies got for us and things is there are we getting beat for pace is there do you know what I mean is it the same thing week in week out I, I feel like we always get beat you know behind for pace I just think we we're not quick enough. We've always but, been a sucker for pace, haven't is, we? But is yeah, that also sorry. our own? Is that also our own fault, though? Because we're trying to we're trying to play the, the control like control based possession. We're trying to play out from the back. So with the dicky slip against Bournemouth, Dieng should he have played in the past? No, it, it wasn't really on. Should he have just hit it long up to Dykes? Like, mm. are we just like suffering from the fact that we're trying to play Warburton style of football? Mm. Or no. do you think? Do you think it's because, like you said before, Dunk, we're, we're changing our team a lot, really. We, we, I don't think we've kept, you know, the same team for, well, we, we have, granted, but I mean, every week in, week out, there's always a change, isn't there? Is, is that got a part to play in it? But like I said, you've just got to take the positives. I mean, we, we're sounding very negative tonight, of course, we've just lost to Bristol City, but you've, you have got to take the positives from this squad and it, it is a squad that will definitely be up there. It, you know, it will be, I'm sure, but we just need to find that form. I mean, we was unbeaten before Bournemouth, do you know what I mean? We've lost yeah. one game, our heads have dropped, but, you know, I, I just no, think we've just we're lost, def- We've just lost two now, haven't we? Well, we lost two, lost Bournemouth, sorry, yeah, Bournemouth and Bristol City, but I just think, are, are we are our heads dropping too much? You know, we've got to be positive, surely. Well, I'll give you a positive stat then. So, we've now scored in the last 21 games in a row in all competitions... And that's the best run of scoring in games for 59 years. <laughs> it's good. So, it's a great like, start. We are scoring goals. We're making the chances, but we're just not 
defensively solid at the minute. And as good as say, you don't win a league or get promoted without having a good defence. Of course not. But like you said, do do I've said it from day one. I've, I rate Wallace. I love Wallace. And I've, I think we do miss him very much so. Do you know what I mean? But, you know, like, McCallum, McCallum looks good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. The issues McCallum don't lie there, though, do they? No, they're they're lying, the issue, they're the issue, they're they're lying, they're lying, they're lying we're struggling down the right side. We're struggling down the right. I think we're struggling at times to. What's the right word I'm looking for? We, we, we get caught in behind too much, too much. Like it's just a ball over the top, a little flick around the corner, and we just seem to get caught. But that isn't the actual issue. We just need to finish the chances. We can't create any more than 30 chances in a game. That's ridiculous, um, really, for anyone. Yeah. It, it's not my city level, really, where you're talking about it. But, you know, if you can't hit... When I look at the chances, we, we look at the the finishes. That I mean, I know that Bentley had a good game, but I don't remember him having a worldy save. You know, like, oh, my God, like, what a save. They're all down the middle, it's straight at him. Yeah. They? yeah. Mm. Then do you think, like, we're just going to... Something's just going to click and we're just going to turn a team over? And mm. like those, yeah, those, I think those so. twenty, those twenty-eight, thirty chances we have, we're going to score four or five. I mean, it but, could be against, say, a West Brom. Like, so it's just going to come out of nowhere. We're not going to be expecting it, and it's everything just clicks that game. Well, that's yeah. Well, I think I'm hoping so anyway. But I was speaking to one of the fans in the pub yesterday, and I was saying, take out. So if we don't keep Chair Willock fit, you know, or Johansson, say one of them three get a knock. I know we've got Dizel there on the bench we've got Doma but Doma hasn't really got 90 minutes in him as he's an impact player off the bench we like to see him but you know if you lose those three players it, we're, we're going to not struggle but do you know what I mean it's not any team I suppose but them three are critical for us they, oh, they've been brilliant yeah. they've been brilliant more, week yeah. in week out we need to keep them three as fit them three I, I just wouldn't put them anywhere near the team on Tuesday and I mean it. I don't no. think on the bench. I just, I just don't think no, we can afford to, to, to get any of them get a knock or anything because you're right, Brad. They, you know, Willick especially, and probably Stefan, and then probably Chair. They're all pin- pinnacle to our ambition, Team. aren't they? And if, and if we get them injured for a long period of time, we're we're in a bit of trouble, aren't we? Mm, big time, a bit. Because them three, the only three in that team that uh, these chances, the chances yesterday. It, it was just from them. Yeah, know? but that's the, but then that's the flip, isn't it? Because if we rest three of them, who's going to come in and create the chances? We might as well yeah, just put the, put, we might as well just put the B team out. But we've got. Like, you're you know asking I mean? me, mate. Uh, tomorrow, on Tuesday night against Everton, it would be Archer in goal. It would be KK right back. It would be done. It'd be black. It'd be a back four because by playing a back five, you're playing. You have to play two of the three that play normally, don't you? So, yeah. you know, and Jordy needs a rest. We all know that. He can't play. He'll play Dickie uh, again. Exactly. And we, and tell you what, the one thing Dickie needs is a bit of a rest. It's a break. Dickie needs, Dickie, Dickie needs right? a game off. Yeah, I, exactly. I would... so, so you're thinking to yourself, well, let's play Dumb and then play Barbe because he's the naturally fittest out of those three. Barbe, you've got to play McCallum because we've got no other left, left, all right? And then you've got, you're not going to have to play Dazelle in there and Ball. You you. Uh, Amos, sorry, possibly. Do you think Amos will get got, a start? Yeah, I think Amos will definitely get a start. So Amos and 
and, and Dazelle. And then you're thinking, wow, when you play four at the back, it kind of opens it up a little bit because it means you can play a Doma on the right. It means you can play, you know, Thomas as well in there. And then, you you know, you can play one of the three strikers. And it, it, it doesn't really matter which one you play, but you... It'll go great, play, I think. Yeah, you can play great. It's fine. He needs fitness. Austin needs... I mean, we'll talk about Austin in a minute, but, you know, Dykes as well. I mean, he's... Got, I mean, we need him scoring. We literally need him scoring. So, and then, what, what, he would, you know, on the left, you could play... Um, like I said, you could play Thomas on the left. Possibly. Yeah. I, I don't know if he'll play a Doma. Or will he bring him on again? Or will he start him? What he could do is play ball... Dazelle and Amos as that number 10 because he likes to do that doesn't he Amos yeah. is the man that I, sort of he'll, I still think he'll put either one of them in there he'll put Chair Willing yeah, because you're right because if we he'll don't play one, one of them, them we, 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 we won't we play won't. It. well no because we've got <laughs> Dumbo and Dumbo and Dazelle I mean don't get me wrong that you know Dumbo scored some screamers and but I haven't yet seen much of this Dazelle and every time I have seen him yeah but he's, he's not featured has he since the Barnsley game really where he got mm, um, it... pulled off in that first half. But then it wasn't necessarily his fault that he nah. had such a stinker. It was just one of those days. I mean, after the first half. Yeah. Um, just going back to obviously our like, scorers and stuff, that before yesterday, where obviously Sam McCallum scored again, our last nine goals prior to that had all been scored by nine different players. So the goals at the minute oh. are being spread out amongst the team. But mm. many which motion... is good, Which is good and bad, isn't it? Because any good, promotion team but... has that player who scores 15, 20 goals. And at the minute, That's what I'm saying. we're Dykes not needs, showing Dykes that. needs to get going, mate. Dykes, he's the only one who I can, you know, Gray and, and Austin will chip in the goals. But I just think Dykes is the one that will be the man that scores the goals now. I don't know what you think. But... Like, like the header was unlucky. We hit the post. He had the shot that I think... It almost like we played a really nice move and it just felt like just hit it hard. He just seemed to hit it straight at the keeper. Any either side of the keeper and it was a goal. He just seemed to just scuff it down the middle. I think he's really... a massive positive though, isn't he? Oh yeah, like Callum, really... like, you know, he's, 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 almost, he's almost keeping Wallace out on the attacking side of it. The only reason I'd bring Wallace back in is if we're still shipping goals. It's frustrating, isn't it, that you want Wallace back in. I want Wallace back in as much as anyone, but I mean, but the then, thing is, but then you can't. McCallum's not done anything to say he's not had a he's had a bad game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll stick to one of my episodes. I said Lee Wallace being the dark horse when you both laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, he's he got competition for the left back spot now, Megs. He might even get back in the team. Can you play mm. McCallum right right wing back? I or or just this this bit left field. Play uh, Wallace as the left-sided centre back. Well, then you're dropping Barbe. Then you're dropping well, Barbe. Yeah, you, yeah. you don't have to drop Barbe. You can move Barbe into the centre spot of the of the back three. I, I just don't think it works. Do you know what I mean? Like just give give us an option. If if say one of the like you say George already gets injured or like Dickie's form continues to, to have like not be where it should be and he needs a break, it's just another option, isn't it? Go into your if, team if, there. If Warburton's sticking with this three at the back. Yeah, but I don't think he'll... Well, I don't know. You, you might think he will, but I don't think he'll play Archer. I think he'll play Diang. Why, why would he drop him? We've still got to be a strong side against these. If, you know, 
I'd say we don't go our strongest, but we still got to go strong, haven't we? Do not yeah, like you said, I reckon he'll, he'll rest either Chair or Willick. One of them will be rested. One of them won't start. Well, yeah, Again, I'm I sure think for... one of what Jimmy Dunn will come in for one of the backs. I don't know. I possibly I would say either Geordie or Dickie. The rest of it, the rest of them will play. I think he'll play Diang. Personally, I think Diang will play. And... No, I don't think so, mate. I think he'll. I don't. He'll, I don't he think won't. he'll make wholesale changes. I don't think he'll. But then we've got West Brom Friday, so it's only a couple exactly. of days. So it's so, so w- tricky. W- one we've had a, we've had a really mind, difficult run of games. That's the one is that in January we've got no Diang, probably. Yeah, so Archie's games. So we need we need to keep it, give him games, and I think that will be in the back of his mind. That he'll know yeah. that we'll, we'll, you know, same with chair. We're going to be the, the thing. whole of January. But then, so do we need to be resting Willock now? So when for when chair isn't going to be here. I just think January so far away that we shouldn't worry about it. But I'd imagine that it would be. Oh, in I mean, we could get a, we could get a couple of little loans in in January. Look, sort of. We could be. Who knows where we'll be in January? I think it's with chair. Let's just see where we are. But with. I just think with the yeah, we know the you know, opportunity to play Archer, you'd play him, wouldn't you, just to get give him some games, just you know. To be fair, yeah. it's not badly when he's played, has he? No, and I think Everton are going to make wholesale changes. Possibly, I think they've got a lot of players out, haven't they? Injured, and I don't think. Well, I mean, obviously, they've got they're the, they're the, they're the, they're they're the, they had a bit of a makeshift team, didn't they, at the weekend? Yeah, it's going to be a tough game, but home, I'd love to. Know. Do you know what I'd love to know? Whether what what they're saying, what more. Wolverton's getting told or what he's getting said in the background like let's play up let's let's go for this let's have a good cut run or no I know it sounds stupid to, have to, to say that but you say look let's concentrate on the league because you know this is our best season to probably go anywhere if we was but surely you want a good cut run as well I've been reading on Twitter fans are saying that they want a strong team but not the strongest you still got to go for it you? you're at home to everyone where's the line then mate that's the problem isn't it where's, the, where's that the, the, line is, want... the line is resting three or four players, isn't it? I wouldn't watch the, that. We, Stefan should we, be anywhere near the team. So Steph, should... Stefan, Stefan rested, Cheryl Willock rested, one of the back three rested, possibly Dieng rested. So there's your four that are going to be rested. And then you play, yeah. one up, you play one up top, you either start um, Charlie or Gray and then give Dykes a bit of a break. He Will he, will he play one up front or will he go Gray and Austin or what, what will he do? Who knows? In mate. regards to that, he's he's yeah, he's tweaking the system again. I mean, it's not working. Something's not quite right, and he's tweaking it. But that's why he changed it up against Bristol City. So you just mm. don't know which which variation of but, it he's going to go with. For Austin, rather, tell me if I'm being stupid or not. But for Austin, would you rather play two, you know, a left wing and a right wing supporting him, or would you rather give him someone like Gray two up top? Because I think Dykes would probably work better up on his own. And then Austin, you probably put Gray or... Um, you know what I mean? I thought, Dykes, with that. I thought Dykes and Austin were really starting to form a partnership last year. Mm. I think that mm. together, those two seem to work really well. But it's it's fitting them into the formation, isn't it, with the players you've got? Yeah. Austin looks... I love Austin. I think he's excellent. I think he'll score goals. But he looks... He looks like troubled. Is that the right word? He looks. Yeah, like he's, he just but he is, like isn't he? Like he's, 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 he's just lost his nerve. No, hasn't no. He? Yeah, I get it. But he, I, I think, yeah, maybe that's. Been, I, I kind of been before then, really. But I guess it, it's probably troubled him since then. But 
for a while. Whatever's like, going on. Thing is, she might have had some sense... like, ongoing something. She might have had something that's been going on for a while. Do you know what I mean? Been playing yeah. on his mind. Oh, it was a bit like Bond, wasn't it? Last year, none of us knew that his sister had passed away, and then it yeah. came out, and you go, "Oh, right, that's maybe why he wasn't playing and why he wasn't performing." Yeah, mm. I mean, look, we wish him all the best. Hope he's hope he's all right. Yeah, but, you know, you know, it's it. We we need him. We need him to get going, don't we? As well. And yeah. so again, more than just on the bench, really off the bench and scoring goals. Like that's what he needs. You need, you need someone. One of his ass, doesn't he? He needs one to bounce in off him. Just to get that goal, get that bit of confidence back. Yeah, I mean, what we need is <laughs> what we could have done was Gray banging one in yesterday, Dykes banging one in, then it leaves Austin with a bit of competition and vice versa. Austin banging one in yeah. for Gray to, to step it up a notch. But yeah, but again, I, I think that will start coming because we're, we're we're not playing badly. We're not not like if we weren't having I could understand everyone being down about the results. Okay. But we've created, we're creating chances, we're just not taking them. And eventually, we're going to start taking them, and then we'll start putting like, teams to the sword. Yeah. Like, I feel like, obviously, going back to the very first episode we ever did of this, we were unhappy with Warburton. I think, like, go, almost going full circle. I'm, I'm not going to sit here now and say, I think he should go, or anything at the minute. I feel like... You know, some of our fan base are getting a bit like, oh, Warburton's already Mate. losing the plot. He shouldn't... I had this argument. I had this argument on Twitter, and it's just I was saying like we're progressing each year. Like we probably started this season as well as we started last season, if not better. So it's progress. Look, these you know people I mean? like it's gonna. It, it's it's we just gotta give the team a little bit of a chance. We're not playing badly. We're just not scoring. I mean, yeah. I, look, I mean, these people that's giving Wolverton stick on Twitter and 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 saying they want him out. I've I've been reading it. I've. I think they're mental. I think they're at, they can't, I don't know. I, I mean, they can't be a big football fan if they're wanting Warburton out. <laughs> I've read it a few times on well, Twitter. Like everyone's entitled to their opinion, but I just don't see the logic in it at the minute. Like if we were losing, <laughs> if, if we'd lost the last six games, I could understand a bit more. We've lost, lost, lost two on the bounce, but we haven't played badly. And one of them is Bournemouth, who will be up there at the end of the year. I agree you know I mean? completely. What I will say, and it's only it's only a little a minor point, is that the expectation amongst the fans is a lot more than it was has been, and that's something that he has to deal with. The fact is, is we've got a squad there that should be pushing for top six. Definitely should be pushing. Not saying we're not, we're eighth, we're, we're there, but you know we've got some tough games coming up, and unfortunately for Warburton, he's got to deal with that pressure and he's got to deliver. But- do you think having these couple of losses will be on one way good? Because he's going to have to almost restart the fire inside the, the players. That like, look, lads, we've, we've lost these couple of games now. We need to start getting back on it. Yeah, possibly, mate. Yeah, you might be right. I just feel like that the expectation, I said at the start of the season, is, is much more, mate. It's just, it just is because we've got that team now that the fans feel like can push on. And ninth, there's not much difference between ninth and sixth, really, is there? So, no, and it's still early days. Like, like the results at the weekend, no one really pulled away from us because everyone else around us was dropping points as well. No, oh, but 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 so like that's a that's a positive. Yeah, it's a missed opportunity, but not everyone else around us won. If everyone else had picked up points, then we would have been like, okay, it's worse. But they hadn't, so everyone else dropped points. We dropped points. We're still in and around where we should be at this stage of the season. 
you know what I mean? If we're here now, if like it's we're eighth in March, and we're still only a couple of points off the playoffs, I'd be happy because we're, we're still up there. We've still got a chance of getting in. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see mm. how we go, mate. It's early days. What is it? Eight games, seven, eight games in. It's early days. Like, so like a long I, season I, left. I, I do like listening to Warburton on his old press conference, and I feel like he, he, he you know, he knows what he, I get. What he knows he's what saying. he's talking I feel, about. I feel engaged in what he's saying, which I haven't like, you know, I remember the old Holloway days or, you know, where you used to listen to him and go, what the hell have you just said? <laughs> For like three minutes or four minutes, you're like, what? Like with Warburton, I always feel like there's a sense of um, realism and, you know, he, I get what he, 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 you know, he goes beyond the obvious, which is some ideas don't, but still, we've just got, we've just got to understand that we need to defend better. You know, we can't we can't defend like that and hope that the chances we create will will mean that we'll win games three or four nil. We have to defend better. Mm. That that's a fact. That yeah, hundred percent agree we, with that. That that Warburton needs to deal with and, and 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 the and the expectation is is that he'll do that and we should win more football games than we normally do. You know, that's it. And if he, if you know if we are mid table come mid Jan, you know, I don't know December. November, then he's in a different place than he was last year. <laughs> yeah, big time. I think, like you said, Ben, it's, expectations have changed massively due to the squad we've got there now. And, yeah. you know, any fan will tell you. I mean, I've been looking at other podcasts. They've been talking about us saying that, you know, kick our real contenders this year. You know, you've been reading about it. I even spoke to a Fulham fan on the train yesterday and he was saying that if we don't get up there this season, that pfft, I can't. When will it ever happen? I mean, that squad there is, is like, is for me. Is my opinion is a playoff squad keeping them fit. Yeah. That is. I certainly don't think anyone calling Warburton out is right. I think it's completely wrong, and he deserves his his, his chance this year, and he deserves a lot longer than a, a couple of defeats. But but at the same time, he's got to understand that. And I believe that we've got a squad there that we should be demanding more than we normally do and we should be performing better than we normally do and he's got to deal with it, hasn't he? You know? Mm, And anyone who thinks that, oh, we're a little QPR and we shouldn't be expecting it is completely wrong. You know, we've we've got, we've spent, we haven't, uh, we've not spent bad, have we? You know, there's a bit of money spent on that squad. Um, Yeah. Yeah, there is. And it's just floating around. And again, but we had like a, quite a big window, of, like people coming in, in the summer, so it's, it would take time for everybody to gel again. So, like, there's new additions to the squad. Like, it's yeah, again, I think, like, I want think, to address you, the old, um, the old ticketing situation. That, um, Reading. I feel like, well, I, I, I get the again, I feel, I feel like it was frustrating for some of the fans because some of the loyal fans. But it begs the bigger question, which is there, there definitely needs to be some sort of change up in the in the loyalty. Yeah. There should be like especially the, the big is, like, you're, you're saying you feel sorry for the loyal fans, but like every fan in their own right is a loyal fan. Like yeah, I know, I like I know people. I know the fans who spend the most money like will be deemed as like we're loyal. We go to every home game, go to every away game. I get that. I understand if they didn't get a ticket, I understand their frustration, but. We're all fans of the same club. We all want this club to do the same thing, which is get promoted and win yeah, games. Yeah, but... different circumstances and we can't afford to all go. And actually, yeah, exactly. the Reading game, the atmosphere at the Reading game was 
second to none. It was ridiculous for the majority of the game. And I feel that was down to the fact that they would felt it felt different when we were there. I don't, anyone who was there yeah. would know. It, it didn't feel like the normal crowd. That makes yeah, sense. yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean, Redwood was unbelievable. And it, even even our fans in the home end, that was, was still class, wasn't it? But I, I get what you're saying, don't Every fan in there is right. But some, I, I get the fans that couldn't get a ticket as well. It must have been frustrating for them. Like, but what I don't agree with is, there's a there was a person on Twitter that was selling a Reading ticket oh, for yeah. you know over the head value, and I just don't I don't agree with that no. personally. Well, I, I, don't I mean, like we're we're fans, don't we? Like if if you can't go to the game, you've got a ticket for it. You sell it to another fan at face value, don't you? Hundred percent. Yeah. Like, stupid. what's the point? What's the point trying to make profit off, off the like other fans? Like, because mm. you never know. The next time you use a ticket, that fan might be the one who has a spare one. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But it does. But, what my, my 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 question is is that for any local game, and I mean local, and, and those loyal fans could probably argue that. Well, I don't mean local because it, they all go to the longer games, but there should be some sort of seventy thirty, possibly, where they go on general sale thirty percent of any game is seventy percent to loyal. You know, they go down the the loyalty points. Um, yeah, no. I... I agree. Again, but then they'll no if, if you limit if you points. limit if you limit limit the loyalty points to say seventy percent, if if for whatever reason that away game sells out, they've seventy percent of the loyalty, loyalty um, ones first. The, if there's any more who have the loyalty points points who don't want the other tickets, they'll just be straight in there anyway. Because it begs the bigger question is how can we ever grow our fan base if we can't have these people that want yeah, but, to come to QPR games but don't want to go to Middlesbrough away and how can the they grow their loyalty points did you see the um, pricing table for the championship for um, tickets away we're yeah. second aren't we we're really high up for away fans for tickets yeah, we're, yeah we're, it's frustrating there should be some sort of law on it you know whatever you know, I think we're third, game. 20, we're third. Was it? what's it 34 so we're 30, 33 34 pounds like, you think like the thing is if we charge that other the clubs we're charging that to will just charge us that back. Like well, it is yeah, very, I, I, it is very tip attached. Do you know what I mean? I agree and disagree. I agree that Reading away was unbelievable. And that's half the reason why it sold out was because of yeah. what thirteen quid, ten quid, twenty quid. But I can't imagine but, us charging Reading thirteen quid to come to us. No, but QPR are in London, mate. We're in London. Like pints cost six pound. Like it's just a reality. The fact is, if you come to London, you're spending more money. I know it's not. Yeah, but then like simple. Right? Mill, Mill, like Millwall, twenty eight quid. No, but Milwaukee, Milwaukee, like pick any other London club and you will have the same situation apart Fulham, from Millwall, because it's Millwall. Yeah, any any pick any, they'll be the same sort of price. Like, you know, it's mm. just it's frustrating. And I kind of do you know it's who I really like? Liked? I like Lee Hughes and I like the way he, I, I don't know if anyone's seen his recent interview, but he's I I feel he's right because he he you know, you're coming to London and London is everything costs well, the police costs more for us. You know, wages cost more that we have to pay the stewards and it all costs more. So why should we not be able to charge more on our tickets? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like that side of it, you understand. But it's still like, as general football fans, there should be like a blanket price across the whole football leagues. So Premier League has a set price. Championship has a set price. League One has a set price. League Two has a set price. I agree. And, and that like, should be, and that should happen. But what will happen when you do that is, you know, those clubs that are in lower <laughs> end that charge 
lower money because they want more crowds won't get those well they will but they'll have to charge more because there's that they'll just, the thing is what happens what will happen is when you get to the ground the cost of your pint in the ground will be up by two quid the price of a burger will be up by two quid exactly that mate and that's what will happen mate uh, and, and, and that's the unfortunate thing about but that's what's happened in the Premier League with the away days I don't know if you've heard but it's whatever it is what is it is it 20 quid away for in the Premier League there's a, there's a like, yeah like 20, 25 pound in it yeah yeah but all, the, the, what they do is they put the price up on the pints wise a little bit and the burgers up a little bit, which is no life fit pro, you know, and that's what they do. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've all just got to be grateful that we're not Man City and we're selling our tickets on Woucher. Let's be happy about that, innit? <laughs> <laughs> I can't sell out in a Champions League home game, so you put your tickets on Woucher. That's just embarrassing. I feel it's a bit harsh from Pep, but anyway, I don't know. I feel like, what is it? They've got 40,000. Not to talk yeah. about my city, but I just feel like forty thousand is terrible. Yeah. I mean, we what was I didn't actually see yesterday. What was the attendance? At I don't know. City? That's a good question. I don't know. I was trying I'll to look. I'll see, if, I'll see if I can find it quick for you. I, I didn't think. Where, what did it feel like? It was quite busy, mate. I, you know, I was in X Elsie Road. It was busy there. I think all of Elsie Road was near enough sold out. Um. It looked at 16,000, Joey, didn't it? Reckon yeah. that, yeah. Uh, on one of the things I found, it was uh, 15,000. Yeah. It's it it weird, isn't it? Because I wish Millwall was more than 16,000. I don't care what anyone says. It was more than 16,100 at Millwall. Was it? Um, obviously, there wasn't like, any issue here about any issues with t- um, getting in with tickets yesterday? Does that nah. seem to have sorted itself out now? Spot on, mate. Spot yeah. on. Spot on. Uh, what do we think? What do, let's let's do let's do a couple of um, what do we think on on uh, Everton? I think I think um, we'll lose. <laughs> it's so difficult. I wouldn't. Play. I think I, I think we'll any money or anything. Two 0 I don't even know what team we're going to play. I don't know what team they'll play. I think even they've got that stupid. It was that kid that was on loan at Preston last year, and it was his birthday Gordon. when we played him. Gordon, oh, he'll no, play and he'll yeah. score against us. That that's what's going to happen. Yeah. It will score an 89th <laughs> winner. You heard it here first. Uh, yeah. I don't mind, man. As long, I'm, I'm at that point where I just, and I'm never normally like this when we play in the cup competitions, but as long as we get no injuries, I, I, take, I, think I like, take mine. We, we were excited that we won a, won a cup game, so, or two cup games. Let's just leave it as that for this year. Concentrate on getting as high in the league as we can. Especially for the League Cup. I don't mind the FA Cup. That's frustrating because the FA Cup's different because it's sort of sad, yeah. isn't it? And it's, so you're all it's, right. You it's, it's historic, Saturday. isn't it? F- FA Cup's but, historic, isn't it? Yeah, but on a Saturday, you're not you're playing Saturday, Saturday, so you're all right. But it, it, when you're Carabao Cup, you're playing Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. You know what I mean? It's that extra game. You've got a game on Friday night. That, that's the it's problem. Not... Sky, Sky, Sky have stitched us up, haven't they? We're putting our game on Friday night. But, you know, it's no different to other people. It could happen to anyone. I mean... No difference between yeah. Wednesday to Saturday, I guess, is there? Not no, no but, they're, they're, but I mean, they stopped doing the Wednesday to Saturday early cook haven't they? Because of it. So yeah. no one's no one's in the 12.30 I mean, game on a Saturday if they played Wednesday anymore. So <laughs> don't get me started on Sky. But. Who, who knows anyway? I mean, we could we could play, we will play a different squad, no doubt about it. And they could, be, they could play unbelievable and Everton could not turn up and... Who knows what the cup could bring? The cup could I mean, bring anything, we, as we know Everton, that. Everton, I mean, Everton, could re- Everton could rest their whole starting eleven. Do you know what I mean? They'll definitely it's not, it's play not someone. Rafa, though, mate. It's not Rafa, is it? I, I feel yeah. like they're still going to play a fairly strong, strong team. team. But and then that gives 
but as well, it, it chucks a little taster out there, doesn't it? For us, you know, a Prem club like Everton, not a small club. I mean, bring them to Loftus Road up. I think we'll definitely go for it, but it'll be a weak squad and, uh, and I'm hoping, obviously, we win. But like you say, Ben, no injuries and, you know, we need to focus on the league. We've got West, West Brom on Friday. Like the West then, Brom game is massive compared to the Everton game, for me. Yeah, of course. Where it's all just be looking at the bigger picture, isn't it? Look at the bigger picture. Look, I mean, we haven't had a better chance for a squad to go up this year and we've, I just, and we've got players that we really can't afford to lose in my book, you know. Imagine losing their Delta at that promotion season for three or four months. Yeah. Where would we have been? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know, you know, and I know none, there's no player like that in the team. I don't think like individual status, but still, Willock, Chair, Stefan. Like, I think if we lose one of them for a long period of time, we could we, we're in a bit of trouble. Like, not trouble, but. It's difficult. It becomes more difficult, doesn't it? They're, they're, they're difficult to replace, aren't they? Those, those players. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I want to say one all. <laughs> that's, I want to say one all. To go straight to pens, and we do them on pens. That's what I'd love. <laughs> no, I'm, um, I reckon we're gonna lose. I'm gonna go two 0 to Evan. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll be back. We'll be back on the podcast before the West Brom game. Because yeah. We've got a couple of lovely guests coming up on Wednesday. Exciting. Yeah. So, we've, so I've changed it up a little bit. You know, obviously, I thought we'd try something new and we've got a double coming on. So, we've got um, Clint Hill and Bradley Orr. Um, yes, lads. Both should be good. Both scousers should have lot to say and I can't wait to speak to Clint Hill big Hill fan he's like a silver fox like you mate isn't he mm, mm. <laughs> I've been speaking to him quite a bit he's actually a really nice lad so I'm looking forward to talking to him alright lads well look let's not dwell too much you know like we've got to stay positive I think that the, the, the team's there isn't it? we're creating chances we're not getting outplayed we've just got to turn these chances into goals and just I think we've just got to tighten up a bit at the back yeah that's it I couldn't agree but it's been good coming on boys chatting to you like always Duncan I'm glad you're well mate hopefully we're onwards and upwards and we're back be back straight Wednesday don't worry sweet boys yeah thanks everyone for listening starting to believe a little bit well Hoylet's got the better of Buxton puts it into an area Keogh Zamora From the very brink of elimination, Bobby Zamora has surely scored another playoff winner. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.